Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. And I'm Scott. And we are keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. All right, this episode is brought to you by Stringjoy, uh, makers of amazing guitar strings. Um, Stringjoy? Yep. But uh, <laughs> why does it, when someone says that, you ought, someone's got to go, yep. <laughs> Because deep down in your heart, you're a juggalo. Just admit it. Well, I had a friend. I was the best man at his wedding, and that dude was a hardcore juggalo. We're not friends anymore, and I think it's because I realized what a juggalo was. But listen, <laughs> man, he he loves some Fago. The drink of the juggalo. This episode is brought to you by Fago. The drink <laughs> of the juggalo. No, not really. But um, now that now String Joy is going to be laced with juggalo... Um, check them out. Go, go to Stringjoy. You're welcome, Scott. You're welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Go to Stringjoy.com. Um, check out their orders. I just placed an order this past week. Shipping was like next day. They got my order. They shipped it the next day. Um, I I messaged Scott. I was like, I, I guess it's been a while since I ordered from. Him. I was like, what, what? You know, how long did yours take? I was hoping to get my strings before church on Sunday, and sure enough, I ordered on. I think it was either Wednesday or, th- or Thursday. I believe it was Wednesday. Showed up in the mail Saturday, just you know, able to restring for a church. Um, so check them out. They've got an awesome website where you can change each string in your set to be exactly what you want it to be. It scared the crud out of me. Too many options. They've also got just your basic sets ready to go as well. And that's what I did. I got the uh, super lights. I actually got nines this time. So go check them out order some strings uh and uh see what all the fuss is about because there's a fuss about them they make some of the best strings in the industry so let's see oh wait i'm running the episode sorry <laughs> <laughs> so what's new chris what's new with you uh i don't think i got anything again this week I think we can just copy and paste. We can like save Probably. that. I'm just. <laughs> I do I'm gonna copy get a little and paste. Button. Chris's what's new? It's always blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, we're just gonna. I'm gonna get a little button, like an easy button. I'm like, Chris, what's new? Boom. Smack. Nothing. nothing <laughs> that nothing was this easy. Week. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. We don't have Marissa today. Hmm. Sad. Mm. We miss you, Marissa. Yeah. So. Uh. Let's see. Um. I already talked about kind of my what's new. I got string joy stuff, so I got a couple sets of strings. I also got a cool hat I wore it to church. That way, that uh, service was brought to you by String Joy. <laughs> and, um, I also got a koozie. I was like so freaked out that they Did you had also bring it. that to church. Just crack one old, crack a cold <laughs> one while you're like. No, you have long man. services, so I mean, you know, you gotta Dude, drink. I'm well, yeah. I actually, <laughs> we do have quite long service. Like every musician before the service starts like gets a bottle of water because we know we're going to be up there we had like two weeks in a row where no one even preached it was just music for like two hours and that's always fun uh like i think we were like taking turns laying out for parts like one of the guys like drums only i'm like thank heavens (laughs) he can he can carry this for a while you're like desperately shaking out your forearms being like oh finally get to stop playing listen we've played so long before that we actually like orchestrated bathroom breaks Oh wow! <laughs> no, we like like legit. We're like we're like all right. We're doing no drums because Charlie's got to go take a leak. <laughs> so like during the seven bridges of uh, oceans, so and so can go take a break. And <laughs> you know what? I've I've never played oceans. How? It's a uh, we just we we. It's a band song for us too. Well, we we didn't ban it. We've just never done it. Oh, I mean, um, it's a soft ban. It's not an official ban. Yeah, but it's a over my dead body. We're playing that song kind of a band yeah no so it was uh that i don't even know where we're going with this oh the koozie cracking one open gotcha um no but i, I picked one heck of a week to get it because as soon as it came in i found out i have to go on a crazy diet i'm not allowed to have sodas or anything so i'm gonna have to find an, another carbonated can drink to put in there Lacroix, man Lacroix. no <laughs> <laughs> Like I've tasted I got a LaCroix. fridge full of it. If you want to go get some, their lime no. one, the the key lime or whatever it is, no. yeah, that's, the key that's the best really one. Good. Listen, we're about to tick off quite a few people. Um, Isaiah Dominguez, if you're uh, listening to this by any chance, the stuff's nasty, bro. Earmuffs. Yeah, just plug your ears. 
Um, let's see. Albert, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I can't do it. Like, that's like I tasted the one with lemon. It tasted like it was just pure carbonated water, and someone cut a lemon in the same room they were packaging the carbonated <laughs> water. Like, it just happened to be in the same room as it. It's well, not in yeah. the flavor in uh, there. Again, a reason to push, I pushed the key lime one is it's, it's actually flavorful. pretty strong flavored. Yeah. I, I, I might try it. All right. And then I uh, also got like a new hard drive, which was pretty cool because now I've actually got a laptop and I can set up uh, controlling my HX effects and Kemper pretty easily. I I mean, take a drink. It's, a, <coughs> I, it's gotta be water. Feels bad for you, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Scott, what did you get in new this week? I know you posted something to our Instagram. Was that oh, last yeah. week too? Yeah, no, that, that was, it's, yeah, that was this week. Um, I got some new pick cards for my Titan KR1. Um, saw a guy in no, wait, Reverb. Hold on. Don't just say some. Like, yeah, a few. How I many got, did you get? I got three, and I have another two coming. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I thought you were up to like nine at one point. Like, this is. No, I, but I do have six technically in some form of possession right now yes but but the cool thing is is that's what that guitar was designed for oh totally so it, and it's it really means... cool that you're like taking advantage of that because i've seen a lot of people who get the titans and they just leave the one pick art on there which is great too because i'm i'm sure it's going to sound fantastic but one of the things about that was it was kind of modular in the sense of you could just exchange mm-hmm. the pick guard really easily well and so there's for sure three pickguard loadouts I really want for it, um, and now I have two of them, and I have the pickups coming for the last one. So, the first one being, you know, your your two PAF um, humbucker option, which is what it came with with the the Duncan Seth lovers. How do those sound? Fantastic. I've heard great things about those. Yeah, they're a great pickup. Um, it's what I also have in that Epiphoneless Paul I have. So I was like, I know I'm going to like these, and it's not going to weigh 10,000 pounds like a Les Paul. So um, I like, because I like the way the Titan plays more. Um, and so now I've got uh, a Lawler specialty, and I forgot what the neck pickup is, um, but basically a Telecaster loadout already nice. in there. Um, I actually haven't swapped the guards yet, though, because just I, I'm not a huge Telecaster guy. Um, I'm, but I also I want to get rid of my GNL. Um, just I'll give you twenty bucks for it. Uh, pass. I'll trade uh, you. I, I, I got a guy offering a trade, and I think that's a story for a later episode because I actually want to finish that story before I tell it. But are you gonna um, trade it? Oh yeah. Oh oh oh! Is that the one you were telling us about? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I got, a, I got a pretty I got a pretty good uh, trade in the works there. So um. Yeah, and like it, it was kind of one of those fun parts. So uh, yeah, we'll tell that story hopefully next week and have a good story behind it. But yeah, I got that, and then I um, I bought a pair of humbucker size filtertrons uh, from TV Jones. So those oh, nice. are on their way. So I also get that Gretsch sound out of it. See, I would like that because I I always like a Gretsch sound, but I don't like playing a Gretsch guitar. Yeah, because I've got that one I built, right? That kick guitar. And I've got yeah. TV Jones Classic in those. And it sounds fantastic, but it's like I'm tired after I play it. There is a Gretsch that I want to get back. I sold. I did have a Gretsch G3161, which is part of the Historic series, um, which was not historically accurate at all, which is why when Fender bought Gretsch, they got rid of him. Hmm. But they, it was a great, it was a, it was a nice orange with cat's eyes instead of F-holes. Hmm. And the body was thinner than a normal Gretsch too. I would really love the uh, the Fender White Chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the Telecaster that looks like a that's set up like a Gretsch? Yeah, yeah it's the, fully like, hollow. arch top and all that. Yeah, yeah. That oh, was a custom. Sh- that's a custom shop order, isn't it? I think it was like very custom, and then they made uh shit. What do they call it? I think it's like the Green Falcon or something like that. They might have called it the Green chicken since it's the same model but it's basically the irish falcon gretch but in the telly format and they made and for I know bono that, i know they did an orange one too that was kind of like the gretch thing mm-hmm. well i know and then part of the um parallel universe we actually just got into an argument on the internet about this um 
the parallel universe came out with one again the super deluxe thin line so it kind of has that it's a it's not arch top though it's not arch top but it does have the gretsch feel because it's got the block inlays like a gretsch usually does and it's got uh i guess they're filtertron styles filter yeah it's filtertron pickups in it so when when fender does those do they buy tv jones or do they say they're gretsch pickups or does Fender have like their own Filtertron style thing? Because like they, the, on the Cabernitas, they do that too, right? Are the yeah? Are the are the Cabernitas? Um, are they? I wonder what the pickups are in that. It's probably the same pickups. Well, I just wonder. Like, I think are, they're the Gretsch like generic branded Filtertrons. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fender owns Gretsch, so can do whatever they want and just ship it on over. Yeah, because TV, TV Jones would basically be like aftermarket slash high end. Yeah, they'd j- jump those prices up. A yeah, but a bit. even like Gretsch puts TV Jones pickups in some of their guitars. Yeah, that's why so. I said high end for it. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. Well, because there's but, also a, there's a Squire Cabernita, so there's got to be a crappy pickup that they put in that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the normal. It's the the Gretsch from Korea's. Oh, they call Unless it they call the it Fendertron, fiddle, right? They call it the Fiddly Tron, and there's an appendix in there. Or, Whatever an, you call it, not an appendix. appendix? Uh, huh? <laughs> what? It's when you put an apostrophe in and combine two words. I forgot what the term for that is. Conjunction. Yeah, is, that's a conjunction. No, conjunctions are words like and. You, you're right. You know what? What is? I just this? schoolhouse rocked you an guys ink. again. <laughs> Listen, I'm just a beer. That's the only thing I remember from schoolhouse rock. Not conjunction junction. What's your function? Oh damn! Yeah. Wow. Have you ever just had something from your like childhood punch you in the face? That was it. I also, mean... random thing. Did anyone ever see the movie? It was after a Christmas story, and it was called My Summer Story. But like, what? it's where it's the kids, and there's the dad and the mom, and like they're trying to get the best top. Like the spinning tops, they go to the World's Fair and all this, looking for like this the perfect top. Hmm. Did anyone else watch that movie? Nope. Comment in the group. We'll Comment in the group. Yeah, <laughs> random movies that Diaz remembered. Um, but I, I guess we should probably move on to gear news. Wait, Scott, did you have anything else besides those pick? Up? Didn't you get something? Are, else are we? Are, uh, the. The stupid deal. Pet toll. I got that last week. Oh well, whatever. All right, that's what I was. That's what I was talking about originally. Yeah. And you went with the. Okay. So, um, recap from last week. Scott got the doctor from Wampler. All right, cool story. I finally plugged it in this week. I got to play with it really briefly, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see if I sell it. If you sell it, or like trade me something, trade something of mine. What do I got? You bought, you need a boss PH two. <laughs> but, uh, I, I think if uh if i get a phaser coming up here um i i'll either i don't know because i really like um they're now called native effects but they used to be red house electronics remember them yeah oh i got those stickers in from them yeah um his phaser the midnight phaser is fantastic so, um, and it's a single enclosure size. So if I ever decide I want to get rid of my, uh, unicorn, I think that would be what I'd go for. Cause it Sweet. does the PS2, th- PH2 thing and more. So, um, but wait, there's and, more. Yeah. And also, I mean, Mike's a cool dude. He was in Chicago this weekend and I missed him, but we gotta, I gotta hang out with him again soon. Um, are yeah, we ready so for gear news? Let's dive into news. Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right, so we are talking about... Um, it's been kind of all over a lot of the groups. Uh, t- Nam 2019, Fender set to recreate Jimmy Page's iconic Telecaster. They're doing the mirror and the dragon designs. Uh, I'd say the dragon design is probably the more... Known. More known one. Um, but the the thing is, is I guess they're going to actually show it 2019. But every we haven't seen them so fender's doing a great job teasing i i find it weird because so often fender has it built and then they announce it you know even if it's like a Mm one-off right now they're just showing the back of the neck 
they're not really showing much of any of the build. And it's like, I, I'm kind of, it seems like they just released this way too early. And I'm kind of wondering why. Yeah. It's still like, what, two and a half months away? Yeah, it's pretty. It's not it, terrible. It, I mean, I guess, well, they want everyone to save up their money because they know they want this. So it was kind of interesting because out of all the brands, I really didn't expect Jimmy Page to like release a signature with Fender. And that's mostly because he kind of shifted away from Fender later on in his career. But a lot of people don't, a lot of like people, when they think of Jimmy Page, they think of the double neck SG and they think of uh, Les Paul. But, um, you know, his main sound originally was a Telecaster. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, a Telecaster into a champ is like a big part of his sound. And I mean, we all think Les Paul and Marshall. Yeah, I mean, the solo on Stairway to Heaven was recorded on a Telecaster, like one of the most popular solos of all time. And it was recorded on the Telecaster. Uh, Scott was telling the story. It, it's one that a lot of people have really heard. Uh, it started off as what the mirror one, right? Yeah, like he bought it and it was like covered in mirrors. And then he they moved and they painted it with the dragon on, on it. And he had a friend refinish it. And he said that it just lost all its mojo. Yeah, because it then turned like a brown, if I remember I, right. I don't know. Uh, Probably did because brown's the color of poo. He, <laughs> I don't think he told the friend to do it um, either. Uh, oh, I think he like did it as like a present. Like he was, mm-hmm. and then he was, I, if, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember him talking about, he like did it as a present and it just, well, he was like, oh, and then thanks for ruining the neck that. Left, he took the neck off that guitar and then put it on um, another guitar that had a B-bender in it. Yeah. So. Um, so, quick question. Mm-hmm. Greta, all right, Greta Van Fleet. We're going to do a quick little, Greta Van Fleet. Who thinks that they're a ripoff, and who thinks that it's cool what they're doing? Chris. Um, I say it's kind of cool, because we haven't had that kind of sound in a very long time in the music scene. Okay. Scott? I think they sound like a really good cover band. Okay. I would have to say, I think right now, I agree with Scott, they sound like a really good cover band, but I'm really excited what happens. So they just released an album. I want to hear what they land on their next album. Yeah. Because Hmm. usually, you know, I think they put out like an EP and then they put out like a full album and that's what just got released was like a full album. And I want to see what happens on their sophomore album. I liked it more when, like, I I think a natural comparison is actually Jet when they came out. Everyone was like, "Oh, these guys are trying to be ACDC a little bit," yeah. or like that. That comparison well, was very obvious. Wasn't Jet from like the Australia. UK, or Australia? I was like, I knew they were like from one of the countries that uh, ACDC really, because I think because Bon Scott's from the UK, isn't he, or somewhere around there? He's not from Australia. Couldn't tell you without googling it. Well, go Google yourself. So um, uh, I'll do that off air. That's actually uh, our first Patreon content. No, just <laughs> <laughs> if you give us ten bucks, we will not post that. Scott Google's <laughs> Scott Hamilton and sees how long he has to search till he arrives actually on himself. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got. Uh, all right, I just wanted on that because that was actually down at the bottom of uh, Music Radar. What was that? Uh, the bottom of music? They actually said that. No, I just said Greta Van Fleet, and we were talking about Led Zeppelin, so I connected oh. the two. Yeah, I, was... I I get why people like it, and I I will say I don't think I've exhaustively listened to Led Zeppelin enough that I'm ready to move on to something else. So when like I'm in the mood to get the get the let out, I'm still like going through their albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I've listened to all of them at this point, but at the same time, I don't feel like I've like given them enough of a dive. But I could totally understand someone who's like, "Oh yeah, I know every album in and out. This is more content of that same era of music." Mm-hmm. You'd be like, "Okay, cool, I get that." That's like whenever someone asks, "Like, what's your uh, favorite Led Zeppelin song?" And I, mm-hmm. I'm like, "All of my love." They're like, "Oh, oh, one of the popular ones. I like this hidden track." 
on an album. Oh, I'm like <laughs> that with other other bands, though. I mean, yeah, I understand like, that. What's your favorite Incubus song, Diaz? Uh, um, probably a certain shade of green. So yeah, I mean, off the beat one. I mean, yeah, um, a blood on the ground is a great one. So warning is probably one of my favorites. That is kind of mm-hmm. the like popular radio cuts. So yeah, yeah. so I mean, it's Dang. it's you know when you really get into a band, you wind up liking their B sides more. That's true. Yeah. ACDC, my, I'll, probably if you want blood, you've got it. Yeah. Uh, was like my favorite album and then Riff Raff the first track off that so yeah I see how it is you gotta become that way with Led Zeppelin that's a that's a big task man you got one week you got two weeks <laughs> two weeks wait are we not recording next week we yeah, better we oh he said two weeks nah dude one week <laughs> um, alright so so let's keep it moving cause we're way off topic um Ernie Ball, Music Man, celebrates 25 years of the Luke with the 25th anniversary Luke 3, which is phenomenal looking. I'm a huge fan of uh, the Luke, which is uh, the signature model for Steve Lukather, or Lukather, however you want to pronounce it. Um, If you've ever played one, it's it's such a wide-range sounding guitar. And then, uh, but what who, do you guys? Who is he from? For those of us that don't know, from Toto, and he played a lot of stuff for Michael Jackson. He's one of mm. the most. He's probably one of the most recorded guitar players. He did a lot of session work. So Toto, most people don't realize, is actually kind of a uh, super group. Yeah. Of recording guys, it's kind of like how Steely Dan's like a. Re- people are like, oh, they're really like an album band. Are they really like a studio band? That was the thing with uh, Toto was they were the top studio musicians coming together to make a great band. Yeah, I could see that. But uh, yeah, Steve uh, Steve Lukather he did a lot of guitar work on Thriller for Michael Jackson. I mean, uh, I think Quincy Jones used him a lot, doing a lot of his music. So, and then he's uh, done a lot of touring with uh, Ringo Starr. He plays guitar for him on, on quite a bit of tours. I think him and like Steve Winwood are part of the all-star band, stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, we're getting random. But I think it's cool. I mean, it looks pretty. It. I mean, it has a quilted top. <laughs> and it this wraps one, around, I don't... too. Like, it's not bound or anything. Yeah, and... <sighs> Sorry, Kylo, my dog, is just looking at me <laughs> crying. Oh. He's mad. He's mad. He doesn't have my attention. Um, but yeah, no, it's a great guitar. Go check it out. I mean, the cool thing about this is um, a lot of yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, pet him. Uh, I'm I'm trying. He's like just out of my reach. I'm trying to stay on mic and pet him. I he's hate like, when they do that. They're like, pay attention to me, but then they don't come. Yeah. Oh, it's got a boost circuit in it. That's cool. I'm pretty well. And that's they kind of did that with um, the Valentine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Signature. I know. I know they put preamps in a lot of the Ernie Ball guitars. They're at, a lot of them are active or semi-active. Yeah. Um. I know a lot of us. The I think a lot of the Lukes, because there's been three different models for the most part. Um, I think a lot of them had active circuitry. I think they actually, some of them came with EMGs. But if it's good enough for Steve Lukather, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I I think there's going to be people who hate the look of this. Because there's people who just don't like ornate wood grains on guitars. But if you're you're a fan of ornate wood on a guitar. It's kind of like if Paul Reed Smith did a Luke 3. Yeah, it's, it's got that vibe. And then it's got the um, the block inlays, which I'm I'm pretty sure there are some Lukes that or dot inlays. This is the first block inlay I think I've seen from Ernie Ball, and just in memory. 
I could be very wrong there. Uh, no. Um, or what are the, what are the? I think on the Majesties they have block inlays. The first fret is the John Petrucci logo, and then the rest of them I think are block or some sort of design. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna look it up. I, when I look quick. at Majesties, I can't not see the the giant block of wood in the middle where the pickups are. Yeah. Oh, does that shield thing? I I can't uh. look beyond that. So. Oh no, they're dot inlays. Huh. Let's see. Well, actually, speaking of guitars with ornate wood tops. Oh yeah. Segway coming out with a with a new line for 2019 of burled tops. Um, Tell us about it, Scott. Well, it it's a very they they pretty much announced their almost entire line. Um, or yeah. at least 16 of them for this year. Um, so burled wood tops are definitely a, a running theme in this line, which is pretty cool because it's also they're leaving the arm cut or the armrest cut exposed and like the sides are left natural. So it's a very stark look on some of these guitars. Um, so explain to us, simple folk, what burled top wood is. Uh, a... <clears throat> I don't exactly know how burl happens in wood. I, I thought it had something to do with knots, but I, I could be wrong. Well, when one when one wood loves another wood, they, uh, you know, this did not go as well as I planned. <laughs> All right. All right, keep going. Just go. Go, Scott. Stop, please. So if I hear you, if I hear you eat an apple, just sitting there enjoying my pain of I'll, horrible on-air time. I'll, I'll I'll turn my video back on so you can watch me eat it too. Listen, I'm gonna refund everyone like the 15 seconds of their life that that joke took. <laughs> I ate an apple during our pre-app. That's basically what happened. Um, I'm I'm not allowed to eat apples on this stupid diet. So so running through this line. The other real fun part is there's a lot of V's coming out this year um, in this line. A few ornate designs. Particularly, I really fell in love with the V1 Apocalypse. I think that's a really cool-looking guitar. It's got this matte black finish. Um, the fretboard has no markers on it, so it's a very stealth look. And then it's got like this like tarnished um, pickguard. Oh, ooh, one of the cool things, flipping awesome fan frets on um the reaper 7 multi-scale um that's gonna be cool so yep. seeing as it's schecter i don't see this thing really breaking 1100 yeah if that i mean honestly the cool thing about that is i would love I, number one there's a there's a chance it'll be in a guitar center near me and mm -hmm. Number two, it's a cheap way to try that. I mean, when you think of these multi-scale guitars, usually they're custom. They're like expensive two, $3,000 guitars. I'm sure Jason Fuzzmonger is going to like slip in the group and be like, actually, you can get this one for dirt cheap. I think if you, if you go AliExpress, you could probably get one. Wow, you got to be careful there ordering mm -hmm. a... You might be ordering Jared Dine's guitar that he custom ordered oh. from somebody else. Um, oh my gosh, that this is a really cool line though. To keep it back on topic, I, um, I agree. We we talked about the th the thing about Schecter is Schecter. We you know you see this line and a lot of people are gonna hate it. They're gonna be like, this looks like some like 18 year old kid or 16 year old kid who like is like oh Metallica and Black Veil Brides. But the thing is is yeah, that's who they're selling it to. Yeah, that's why they're making $700 guitars and not $3,000 guitars that look like Exactly. This. I mean, Scott, you've got a Schecter C1 Classic, right? Yep. I talked about, we talked about the pre-up. When I was in high school, I was 16 years old. Uh, shut up, Kylo. I'm telling a story here. Uh, oh, my gosh. Back in my uh, day, we used to... Jimmy Sherrill had a... Uh, Schecter C1 Classic, and I like idolized that thing. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" And then, uh, you, Chris, you mentioned you wanted one too. Yeah. 
and we, we were all in that prime age where they were targeting us. They're not yeah. shoot. They're not shooting for the the like forty year old, fifty year old dad. I mean, some they might be shooting for the fifty year old guy who sits in a one bedroom apartment and listens to Metallica while drinking a beer, smoking cigarettes, while, while not washing his hair. Yeah, that he has in a ponytail. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Um, anyway, but, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Diaz, you're, I mean, yes, Diaz is absolutely right because when I was 16 years old, I bagged groceries for a year to afford to buy a Schecter C1 Classic. You know, like that's that's the guitar I chose to buy. Um, instead of I had a Squire Strat before that. Well, I still have the, both those guitars, but um, yeah, that was the guitar I wanted, and uh. It's still a great playing guitar. It has not kept its value. No. I mean, they're what, $300 now? $300? Yeah, I probably would make more money if I sold it as parts. But, but the cool thing is, is Schecter's also, in this line, one thing that I saw that they released that I actually am probably going to buy is a Nick Johnston Traditional. It's a Strat style. And the Schecter guitars with like the Strat neck... I love their headstock. It's it's a sleek looking headstock. I mean, you know whose it looks like, right? Sure. Yeah. Which one? What came first, the Schecter or the Sure? Oh, Schecter's been around since the seventies. Why don't you tell us about it, Scott? Well, <laughs> Schecter, Schecter was a parts builder for a long time. Like think of like all parts kind of stuff. Or like Mighty Might or one of those kind of things. They were building replacement necks and things like that for guitars. Mm -hmm. And then they started building full guitars and then that just kept going. So I'm trying to remember Pete Townsend was kind of like the first famous person to really have a Schecter guitar. I'm trying to remember, did he get a swapped neck or get a whole one built? But I mean, yeah, that's kind of how he got his start. Or that Mm -hmm. brand got its start. And then... You know, in the, the late 90s, it got bought over by a group, and that's the Schecter we have now, where they moved production to Korea for a lot of their stuff. They have a they have a custom shop here, or, or in L.A. Um, but they've always been great. Like, I remember when I was in college, I broke the, the tip on the pickup selector. selector. Um, mm-hmm. I just wrote them, like, hey, where do I buy one? And I got a phone call back from the head of Schecter saying, hey, is this still your address? And yeah, okay, we'll get one in the mail to you. Like just you know, good customer service and stuff like that and that that stuck with me with them. I just kind of wished like my tastes have changed from a lot of the stuff they offer, but like I would I would never knock anybody for having a Schecter. I'm like I keep staring at this strat and I just I want it so bad. When are they releasing? Uh, these will probably be in stores early 2019. Let's see. Diamond Vintage Tremolo Alder Body. Tram. Yeah. Breast Circle Inlays. Oh, the, uh, yeah. The inlays look in the neck. Just it looks beautiful. So the one but, really great part about Schecter's when they started was it was like name, named Duncan USA pickups and Tusk and Graph Tech hardware. You know, like this is this has a graph graph yeah graph tech nut yeah and the tusk nut they do a lot of tone pros hardware and like they do the name brand like upgrades that you normally mm-hmm. would put on a guitar that's also coming out of the same factory and so they they were really great and uh, yeah I I think 2019 looks like a really solid line for Schecter go get them guys all right and then that moves us into uh let's talk about some pedals okay we've talked about guitars long enough this is so mythos um which they just got done doing a giveaway that's kind of how i heard about them recently uh they announced their positron collider fuzz this thing looks cool you know what i thought it was when i first saw it um, uh, the thing from Ghostbusters. Yes, <laughs> there there is a pedal out right now. Someone did a, um, like a little thirty second advertisement thing mm-hmm. or whatever. It was. I'm gonna say this. If if by any chance the guy hears this, I'm sorry that I feel this way. But it was kind. Of, it was really cheesy, 
he like went into guitar center and recorded and like did the like old school 80s tape look effect on it which never looks like that it just looks like that effect mm. and uh he like recorded him going in there trying to find a transparent overdrive and he couldn't find one so he had that and he was dressed as a ghostbuster if i worked at that guitar center i would just like yell at my manager and be like this is why we can't keep people because <laughs> <laughs> stupid stuff like this happens all the time just start yelling <laughs> but um anywho off that tangent so let's see total protonic reverberal what is that written on there total protonic reverberal reversal reversal huh. so it, I is, what it supposed actually to be is from. supposed to feel like a ghostbusters term thing so they're uh they're swapping it but at its core it's a highly modified big muff ram's head variant um with a unique tone stack and doing both silicon and led clipping is it just me or is ever since the Pelotar came out, everyone's doing a fuzz? Well, I mean, that's an accurate thing that, like, with how many boutique builders there are and, frankly, how simple a fuzz circuit is to mod and get a very different result, right? Like, fuzz circuits are really sensitive to just even who built it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's not a fuzz, but think about, like, how the woodcutter is just a rat built by a certain guy mm-hmm. had a certain sound. I mean, there's those kind of sensitivities. So the market's wide open for more fuzzes because, or at least it it seems like a new fuzz comes out every week because yep, it's so easy to have something that's different. Well, I hear a lot of people talk about being a builder. That's one of the first things they build is a fuzz pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's important that a builder does something other than a fuzz. Otherwise, their brand doesn't do too well. It's oversaturated. Yep. I don't. Well, I no think pun it's, intended there, right, Chris? <laughs> oh my gosh! No, but um, I I don't know. I think if you do, I don't think you can build an entire company off of only building fuzzes. I think that's true. But there's a. I mean, look at Pelican Noiseworks is a good one. They've got two fuzzes, and then that's it. They've put out a couple of random things, but the Pelotar and the Half Force is their main thing they they do a 50 50 release every now and then the bin for technically has a fuzz in it but don't use well, it but <laughs> but is the binford still available i thought that they uh i'm pretty I, sure I, it was a limited run the, yeah the first run sold out i don't know if there'll be another one or not yeah but i don't know if we're the run podcast <laughs> to announce that anyway so yeah we should probably talk about talk to um Leon about doing a the effects loop. I already you know t- who I know need what to I talk want. to is Daniel Shields about this pedal that him and I were talking about at Nam. But anyway, I was spitballing an idea to him, and I still want to do it. But uh, yeah, they um, let's see, what was I saying? I don't know. I think if you only build fuzzes, you're gonna end up closing shop at hmm. closing up shop at some point. So going back to the pedal, um, <laughs> you'll see I two am al- foot. I am alluding to something, by the way. The the two uh, the two foot switches me. does have um, a reason. So one of the things I do love about a good like boutique big muff circuit is when they have a uh, a button to bypass the tone stack, so you get an extra boost through it. So that's what that total protonic reversal thing is. Um, I it's like a gosh the wicker mod or whatever it is on big muffs where you sometimes have a a, like just a hand switch to turn it off yeah so all right well that was fun thanks for the ride guys now we're (laughs) going to move on to md effects releases the compactor hmm this looks like something it does look very familiar what is it? Uh, it looks exactly like the blacked out Keeley Compressor Plus, which you and I both own. Yes, we do. Um, same knobs. I mean, which I mean, there's only so many knobs, but it's number one. It's a compressor. It's blacked out. 
I, this pedal this pedal does have some other things. It's got a soft switch, but it, it also has a or it's got yeah true clickless switching. But it's got. Um, I'll make it click. <laughs> it's like it's a. I'm like, I'll still gosh. stomp on it hard enough to make noise. <laughs> it's like a challenge. But it's got a bright toggle switch to enhance high frequencies, helpful when using different pickup types. Wow, that switch sounds familiar on a compressor. It's almost. Too. It almost like if the compressor like said, "You should put it up here for humbucker and put it down here for single coil." Oh I, wow! I, I feel bad beating this thing up because like I. I don't know if there was any intent to actually copy or anything or how different the circuit is even, but it just, I can't help but make that comparison in my head the minute I saw it. Yeah. I mean, I thought when I scrolled down, I was like, why is there a compressor plus blacked out on this? But it's got top jacks, soft switching. I mean, the LEDs in a slightly different spot. They put a bezel but... on the LED so it looks a little fancier. I don't say it looks a little fancier. I really don't like it. Oh, you I like the you way. You don't the, like the bezel on an LED. Uh, it really depends. But the thing about the blacked out is, I think it's supposed to look slicker, and that makes it look a little bit more bulkier when it doesn't need to. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You you, you understand? Like it's yeah. adding a little more. Yeah. It's let's a do hat minimal. On a hat. Why would you put a hat on a hat? Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> MD effects. If you happen to listen to this. Sh- well, I'm not. I'm not shaking my finger at you, but looks awful familiar. I mean, but whatever. Keely yeah. can't own blacked out pedals. Oh no, they can't. Um, I don't know this. Everybody does. The other problem, just for me, is I have such a hard time <laughs> hearing the effects of compressors and demos. So like, it's it's hard to speak to like, oh, it's so good sounding or anything like that. Because for me, compressors are so much more about feel than they are sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the, um, and the main thing, the weird thing I am, yeah, the thing I'm weird about on compressors is how much noise it adds. So th- that's one thing, mm-hmm. like, Keeley's old four knobs, or the old two knobs, I know added quite a bit of noise. Four um, knob is super quiet, though. The, the yeah. compressor plus is super quiet. Yeah, compressor, the compressor pro is as well. I mean, whereas the that's, origin effects, uh, Cali actually has a bit of noise to it. Yeah. Um, or at JHS least can have a bit of noise to it. JHS Pulp and Peel has uh, a little bit, not too much. Um, the Deep I'm Six to... has a little bit of noise to it. It has a lot of bit. I'm sorry. The Deep Six is the noisiest compressor. Uh, Walrus Audio, I still love you. Oh, no. I'm not saying it like. I mean, I don't have anything against Walrus Audio, but they that's been a big complaint about the deep six too mm-hmm. it seems like uh when that p- compressor gets brought up people are always like oh it's so noisy i don't know why they're yelling it like that but they're across the room they're don't they're in distress it. about it yeah um but i think that's a big thing i wonder how noisy this thing is i mean if it's a really good copy of the keely compressor plus it should sound amazing uh and at two hundred dollars it's, Which uh, it's a it's you know it, it better beat the Keeley well, Plus. Well, that's MSRP. So Keeley Compressor Plus also has an MSRP of like one seventy nine, but it's always on sale for one twenty nine. Mm. So so what street you think this would be closer to like one fifty? Yeah, I'd say about one fifty. It depends. Guess. It's a guess. Yeah, total guess. But I mean, I don't think people come to us for a price guide. They don't. They're like, Dia said it would be 150 Like, that's going to be in their email to the company. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, uh, here's Diaz's credit card number. We'll just, we'll solve it. Yeah, Make let's not do that. No. Um, Does it start with see. a four? Don't, don't, pretty much all of them, if it's Visa. Yeah, all Visas have the same first four numbers. 4432. Uh, not my Visa. Uh, mine's 4432. The second four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your, what's, what's my, the second four? Both of yours? my visas start with a four, but they have different numbers after that. Anyway. Okay. So this was your uh, credit card theft podcast. Um, You're just, always trying to get me to tell you my credit card number on air. <laughs> <laughs> that's a running Listen, gag you have. <laughs> I, I know, but that's because I've actually heard you say, 
oh yeah i totally forgot i bought that and i'm just like you know how much crap i could get away with if you forgot you bought something that's what happens when i'm the only one looking at my credit card statements and uh oh no 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 backpedal no i'm just uh oh i, I, I thought I, you were... I have i have no accountability with my with my finances because i'm single and i live by myself so yeah but if you're married make sure that you let your spouse know please please um so next is the amp tweaker curveball junior eq boost um so we saw this and i it kind of just solidified how much i love the design of the amp tweaker pedals i've never played one so i don't know how they sound but just the overall design and aesthetic i love so if you haven't seen one it's kind of like what well, kind of like a wedge that goes uh to keep your door from <laughs> closing uh, a door stopper i guess is what it's called i hate those but things why uh at work um a lot of construction workers use them to keep doors open all the time on construction sites and when and you like, work in acoustics you want to put these rubber gaskets around doors to keep sound from getting out okay. and it destroys them so i actually will go on site it's like it's like a rule, and when I'm on site, I will go through with a bag, and I will steal all of them while I'm on site and hand them to the super and said, hey, remember how these are not allowed on this site? So. Are you the guy that everyone hates? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's like, what I'm, oh, pa- I'm paid to be that person. Yes. It's that tall dickhead again. <laughs> I'm, I'm that tall guy who thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Yes. Oh, if only you wore glasses so you could push them up while you said, actually... There they go. I don't really wear uh, my glasses that much. So Do you wear glasses? I didn't even yeah. know you wore glasses. Yeah, I wear contacts. Oh. All right. Well, that's uh more than we needed to know with Scott Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> let's uh but so th- this is uh I don't even honestly, I don't even care about how the pedal sounds. I'm just happy with the aesthetics of it. It's got a metal bar that comes up. It kind of looks like a like a handicap rail. <laughs> and it it goes right above the knobs so you don't like hit them and and go crazy it's just it's a really good looking pedal yeah um so diving into it a little bit um it does have some cool features um particularly um it has a few different eq settings so it has a us uk and thrash setting so it has that kind of mid scoop flat or how how do you want to tailor your eq setting for what you're trying to do which is a nice plus um the other interesting thing i was kind of looking at it with uh was that it it it, i at nine volts you know if you go full full bore on it it's going to start distorting which is kind of odd for eq pedals i don't tend i tend to know them as boosts not they will i don't know them as things that will clip internally typically Mm-hmm. And so that they actually say, like, if you want a clean, clean boost, you got to run it at 18 volts. I found that interesting. I say keep it dirty. Yeah. And it only has 10 dB of range, whereas, like, a lot of, like, the clean boost pedals out there are, like, about 20. So that's, uh, it's not as major of a, of a boost ability from this pedal that you might see elsewhere. But looks really cool pretty versatile too all right chris you got anything to say about the curveball junior eq boost all right well that was uh can we we just talk real quick though about how awesome the artwork on it is yeah i mean if you're into baseball who's not into baseball chris chris just outed himself no that's okay people that know me know i don't like a lot of sports yeah, there's always got to be the one host on a podcast that's not into sports. I miss sports. I used to watch them. Well, man, I have people talk to me all the time. Like, did you catch the game last night? I'm like, no, nah, dude, I have to be up at 4 a.m. every day. I caught Shut Eye. Yeah, I, ever since I started playing guitar at church, I, I, I like, stopped watching football. Like, that's something that, like, just went away. Like, I never get to watch football anymore. Okay, we've been going a lot longer on these than we really should have. Eh, we're on time. We're, we're on fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah, we ten, did good. 
Listen, and no, we still have a topic. Yeah, we can talk no. about it. In 10 more minutes, we'll be as long as an episode of 60 minutes. Then let's do it. Let's do it. We're actually already longer uh, than an episode of 60 minutes. This uh, is true. No. <laughs> Commercials. No, because, no, because anytime I get us off topic, <laughs> that's a commercial. All right. So, <laughs> um, so our, our topic, the, I kind of threw it out there. I was actually productive this week and helped out. Um, hey. Was... Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen here. I'm getting the stare no. from Diaz right now that I gave him earlier. <laughs> um, so uh, this pe- Wampler has been all over Stupid Deal of the Day, and Stupid Deal of the Day has like a kind of a thing where it's either something really cool for cheap or somewhat cheap. It's either that or like mic stands or it's a ran it's a gnl guitar they're on there a lot too um pictronics was on there for a while but or something from supero or something from supero so the thing i i kind of wanted to talk about this week is how how you feel about the effect uh that stupid deal of the day has on the market value of a product so a lot of people when they're buying stuff uh scott i know you kind of went you're like oh the the doctor's a hundred dollars or 99.99 i see him selling used for about 160 what do you think that does on the used market because it seems in my opinion it it dropped it this week if you watch the used market of those because my opinion of it is is if i don't get in on the stupid deal of the day and then someone's selling one, I just want to be like, hey, dude, I know how much you paid for that. Like, I just want to be like, I know you got the stupid deal of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying normal used market value. I'll pay 130 instead of the 160. You're still making 30 bucks or yeah. some, you know, somewhat 30 bucks. I mean, it's a race to the bottom. Like, there's a dude right now who has his for 120 with free shipping already. And then when you take reverb fees into that and shipping, he's basically breaking even. Yeah. Um, which, in, in that case, I'm kind of like, okay, dude, that's cool. You wanted to try it, and now you're getting your money back at even. I'm kind mm-hmm. of cool with that. But you did watch the Wampler Doctor go from about 160 beforehand, and now there's multiple. There's one here at 130. There's one at 140, 149, 149. Okay, so you, so you so, yeah. checked it. You checked it before you bought it. How? Yeah. There's probably twice as many on there now, if not more. Oh, there's so many on them. Yeah. I I wonder if I could filter it by posting date, and then you could see like, because I got mine out. I got mine last Monday, so Mm -hmm. um, they've been out a week now. Is there a price guide for these where I can actually like look up? I don't know. Bear with me. Bear with me. Just keep going. All Uh, right. So I'm a bear, and I'm with Scott. Dude, TMI. Hey, I would be a bear if I was in that community. Throwing that out there. So another example, uh, the Bone Shaker from DoD. Bone Shaker. That one kind of dropped. Great. Now way we own royalties to the Gear Slum. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. We probably won't pay them anyway. No, I mean we're not going to pay. <laughs> uh, why? Why? Why would we pay them? <laughs> I just want to see if Aaron will make another post where he's like, "Thank you?" <laughs> Question mark. Like. I still don't remember what we said that episode that made them post that. But. Uh, I think we were talking about the reviews that they got and the one guy who oh, just went off. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is seriously one of their best episodes. Even though this... do you? Sh- I know Diaz doesn't listen to all of them, but seriously, listen to last week's episode where they go through one guy's like entire Amazon review history. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it was really good. Uh, I, I, I love the like when memes pop up and it's the Amazon reviews that are just absolutely fantastic. Where you're just like, this guy has to be a genius to have come up with this. Or really stupid. Like the uh, sugar-free gummy bears? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, that oh they give God. you diarrhea, those? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Those are great. Um, so, I wouldn't going back i wouldn't say stupid deal of the day is necessarily a bad thing because at let's take the wampler doctor for example again okay um, it's not a bad pedal it's pretty it's good it's a great pedal it does I, some I really played cool it, stuff i played it not this past nam but the nam before because they uh they announced a day J- of at nam last year didn't they jason wilding was like first person to take a picture 
I, he just wanted to see who would be the first one. I don't. I didn't ever got anything for it, but I did post it, huh. and I. I think they gave me a T-shirt when I was there. Um, I was hoping they'd give me a pedal. I was like, yeah. They might have given but you some hand sanitizer. I did get Wampler hand sanitizer. I I actually wore my Wampler shirt to church not this past week, but the week before. Chasing tone while we're chasing Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. So at, at what was this thing new? Two forty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was right about two forty. Yeah, it's too much. Like and like it. it I wouldn't say the doctor's been a very successful pedal. Mm-hmm. No. Um, Wampler does, but <sighs> there's Brett Paisley too, like semi signature. Yeah. So it's a little odd there, but well, well, the the problem is, is they don't promote it as the Brad Paisley delay. No, they don't. I mean, it's in like the the ad copy, but yeah. Um, it, well, because they already did the Paisley Drive. I don't think. I think calling it the Paisley Delay would have sucked. Like yeah, I don't think the, that would have been good I branding. Like, I think they could have done something that was more Brad Paisley esque. Yeah. Um. So the weird thing, the only thing I don't like about the delays with Wampler, and it's the only reason why I got rid of my Tape Echo V2, was that every time it shuts off and turns back on, you have to set, um, the new, uh, tap tempo. Or you have to, the new the subdivision. You have to reset the subdivision. Oh, weird. Oh, this has a foot pedal for it. A foot pedal for what? The subdivision. You can change which subdivision it's on. There's Is it little... actually tall enough to be used like that? Hear that? Yeah, no, that's the it. black piece on the top, right? It It's kind of centered between all the knobs. Yeah, no, that's still annoying that you have to... Because I always... I left mine on uh, triplets. Mm-hmm. And every time it, it turns back on, you have to go, you have to put it back to triplets. Are you testing it right now to see if I'm lying? Yeah, I'm grabbing cable to plug it in. <laughs> yeah. No, no, try it. That's fact it, check. It, every, every, when you turn it off and turn it back on, it resets. Or that's what my V2 yep. tape echo did. It resets. See, so that kind of was annoying. And I always, I kind of wanted it to have a tap in. Oh, um, this has a tap in. It's the eight it's the little eighth uh inch jack isn't it yeah which is actually cool because it lets the pedal be smaller i mean i'm yeah, i'm making custom no, no, cables no. for everything anyway so it's not really a i know but you're gonna have to do a trs to eighth now or what are you gonna do well yeah i do a quarter inch to eighth inch Qu- but i can make quarter- a little, i can make a little dongle for that i know but then how far is that dongle gonna stick out not far because it's an eighth inch adapter which are nice skinny little things that's what she said. All right. So that's the way. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris, what do you think about the stupid deal of the day and the effect on the market value of a product? I don't know. Cause like we mentioned earlier, it really depends on what the item is. Cause if it's like the G and L's and stuff that might be, might've been sitting there for like, I don't know, two, three years that they're just wanting to liquidate and like, actually move i don't think that's going to have a big effect on used market prices but yeah, if it's I mean, they're like, selling them for like what four hundred dollars and the used market's about three yeah yeah i don't know i just think it's i think that like you said it, it depends on the, on what it is but i think it automatically if it goes on stupid deal of the day like the first time it's like okay that was cool flash in the pan but especially if it goes on for like a second or a third time, you're completely devaluing the product. And it's probably, you know, a lot of us have talked about, um, there was a lot of people who were kind of talking about the Wampler thing. We're like, oh, well, they're doing the pedals that don't sell. Okay, I can kind of agree with that. Um, they did... The low uh, blow. The low blow, the bass driver. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the Doctor, which isn't that popular. And they did... Didn't they do the spring reverb or something um, else? That's a pretty there, new pedal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there was another thing they did really quick. It was really short. But um, someone actually said that they called Musician's Friend whenever the doctor was listed as out of stock. or the, And the guy said, yeah, they're no longer carrying Wampler. I, I guess Brian on one thread said that it's not true. And he also said it's not true that it was on there because it's a low-selling pedal. But 
also Brian has a company that he has to yeah, be well, the face he of. Admit that anyway, probably. Yeah, I don't know if he would. Um, usually, people don't admit it until they like discontinue the line, and then they're like, "Oh, well, that's because it didn't sell." Um, it's kind of like uh, people talk about like the HM2 from Boss. It's like right now, for some reason, it became like this. Or no, it was the Fuzz. It was like the FZ one or whatever. Um, I think Josh Scott mentioned that like everyone was like, uh, when they made it no one bought it it seemed like but whenever they discontinued it everyone like kind of went in and freaked out and i guess he was talking with yoshi from uh boss and he was just like yeah we made it and no one bought it and then as soon as we stopped making it people wanted it so well the gonkulator i think is an example of that where it went on stupid deal of the day and it, it just finally hit a price threshold where people wanted to try it what was it like it was like 50 bucks like yeah it was so cheap and then how many people do you know like how many famous guitar players use a gonculator I, mike enzinger used one but like what wound up happening was they said oh yeah they're out of production we're going to liquidate blah 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 suddenly a ton of people started getting them and using them and it like reinvigorated the thing and then they did another production run out of as a result of it so you know sometimes these fire sales are good that they get a product that just wasn't in our hands in our hands well even then though too it's kind of like a lot of these pedals are people are like, yeah, I'm not going to try it for 170 bucks. Now, $50, I'll try it. Yeah. And, and so that's where I was with the doctor. I was like, oh, yeah, 100 bucks, I'll try this thing. I'm so mad I didn't get to jump on that. I, I actually like that pedal. I like the Wampler Delays. The Faux Tape Echo, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, Diaz will talk offline and maybe come oh, up with no. something. I'm not sending you those pictures, Scott. They're for my wife I, only. I already have those pictures. You sent them to me by accident. Yeah, accident. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's like, yeah, post that. I was at church, Diaz. That was not okay. <laughs> Wait, then where was Diaz at that point? I was in I the was bathroom reading, at church taking the I photos. Was reading, I was reading Song of Solomon. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this got weird. <laughs> I just love I just love how most people who know what Song of Solomon is about they're going to be like oh, oh. yeah that's a, that, that's a deep praise and worship cut right there Diaz good job <laughs> that's, that's when everyone's like I th- everyone knows like whenever you're raised like in church is like whenever you started getting bored and you were reading Song of Solomon and your parents saw you they're like cut that out <laughs> so, so I think as a closing thought Diaz I think you you nailed it there of it has a lasting effect when it keeps happening, i.e. the GNL ASAT legacy, the, yeah. the, the base model one. It like it feels yep. like every month it's there. D'Angelico guitars. Yeah. Um, um, and we kind the of Supro expect like, with the Supro line whenever we're like, oh, it's too expensive. And we're like, yeah, we'll wait till stupid deal of the day and then we'll pick it up on the fire sale. And, like, they, and they haven't done it again. That's the thing that gets me mad too. It's like if you don't jump out on, on it the like first two times. I don't know. I feel like someone at Musician's Friend knows when I am broke. <laughs> and that's when they put all the good yeah, stuff. I mean, I'm just like, touche. <laughs> what was today's stupid deal of the day? Let's see what else I can't afford. I, I, it's funny because when there's a good one, then I start paying attention to it for a while. And then I just like totally forget. And then Until... someone in a gear group brings it up and it's like, ooh. Yeah. That's what happened with me with the doctor. When the doctor was on there, I was like, see, oh, I called it. Look, I just pulled up Stupid Deal, deal, stupid deal of the Day, D'Angelico. Again? Oh, my gosh. That's actually, it's a Premier Utica mini acoustic guitar with mahogany archback. It's a natural finish. $200. 22, 22.8 inch scale length. Mm. That That is a small guitar. Yeah, it's a, that's not not something i'm interested in listen fat guy in a little guitar okay that's called a, it's a it's a ukulele if scott had one of these it'd look like a ukuleles <laughs> I, I still find it amazing how many people think i play bass and i'm like do you look at like look at the ratio of the guitar to me and then ask me do i play a bass but people don't know that it depends on my the six yeah let's see all right so this has been fun guys but I feel like we've done really well. My mouse isn't working. All right, right now, sorry. Officially better than 60 minutes because we went over. 
yeah take that 60 minutes Ooh, what uh hold on what if it's one of the one an hour what the hour and a half specials like whenever leah remney left scientology i didn't watch and that we gotta keep our going podcast guys is gonna be totally pulled off the internet oh i said the word anymore dang it all right um i did not watch that nor do i support her leaving tom cruise i do not support her okay so this episode once again was brought to you by string joy um what i mean I, I really don't know what else to say about him get a koozie things are baller but no i actually i got the hat it's really comfortable they just came out with them okay quick question um, about the hat yes how flat is the brim on that i actually bent the brim i bent the bill um and it's it looks fine there was some i forgot who was saying that you can't bend the the brim of a snapback or whatever it looks fine i like it good to know get get one get one scott (laughs) i i'm uh i'm really well stocked on string joy right now after my last splurge but in the next batch i will definitely be probably throwing a hat in yeah tell him scott tell him that dia sent you 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 know like scott and i have each other's phone numbers like we just know each other right i don't i don't i don't have his phone number well that's that's some bull crap yeah now you know who gets stuff done around here (laughs) (laughs) 10 points to scott hamilton all right so um it's stringjoy.com go check them out a really cool thing they actually have uh I thought it was neat the, the tracking that they do on their site it's pretty cool oh, it's yeah, actually pretty really good they've got a really good platform yeah they've got a great tracking platform um it's very up to date with like us because they use for me they used uh usps and it was spot on right there i just kept checking the link in my email because i'm not one of those people that get like texts and all that but it was a i mean i ordered from them had a great experience so you should do the same um tell them the effects loop sent you do it all right um so leave us a review on itunes uh make sure it's real nice follow us on instagram uh at the effects loop you can join our facebook group uh facebook.com slash groups slash the effects loop go to our youtube we don't have the fancy uh email subscribe to our youtube so that we can get a fancy url yeah yeah a fancy url gotcha that's what i was looking for um and if you have any ideas for topics stupid stuff you want us to talk about email us at email us at the effects loop at gmail.com so the effects loop at symbol gmail.com um but yeah that that's it for us so thanks for joining us i'm diaz i'm chris i'm scott have a good one bye bye